Welcome to the Recruitment Roundup with Scott Richardson and Nadia of Harrington Star. This is our one podcast a week where we talk about us and our passion for great recruitment. Five days a week, we shine a light on the individuals making waves in the world of fintech. And on a Sunday, we bring you the Recruitment Roundup. This week is an incredibly special episode because we are going to be talking about the release of our next magazine. Scott Richardson, our Head of Marketing for Harrington Star, is here with me today. And it would be great, Scott, if you could open up and tell us a bit more about our next magazine. Yeah, of course, Nadia. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here back on the on this Sunday pods, but the first one I've done with you. So this, I'm excited for this. Yeah, exciting. Um, yeah, so the magazines have been, it's something that, that we've kind of had as our flagship bit of content that we've released, you know, over the years and gone from, I remember first kind of taking over the, the, the sort of the magazines and we were almost kind of A4 sort of newsletter style PDF that we might send out and it kind of evolved to the trading technologist and the fintech capital which were sort of two separate magazines and then we brought it all together to to what is kind of more familiar to our readership now of the last few years where we're three times a year we release the financial technologist which involves contributions from our network from our kind of friends in the the financial services a little bit from from us you know a little commentary on what we see uh, you know having our noses so close to the grindstone and, and kind of being the front line as it were the consultants are in a great place to to kind of see what's happening with the market from a salary perspective from you know just a general goings on as well so it's turned into this really kind of informative really sort of nuanced full-on magazine you know like i think we're, we're up somewhere around the kind of the 30 30 feature piece which you know is, is a fair old book when you look at it at the end of it and what we found since since the 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 pandemic hit obviously a little over 18 months ago now we we kind of looked at it as a as a bit of a crossroads where we either had to kind of say you know do we put a plug in this for now and and maybe leave it and, and wait and see what happens and actually we went the other way where we saw it as an opportunity to again give that commentary but but look at it's been a horrible time for a lot of people but there's been some bright spots within that so the, the first real mag that we had to kind of consider when that choice of do we do we carry on putting this out or, or not was sort of the last one of last year where there was kind of the, the the thought there that yeah it's not all bad there's some been some really good especially in in fs there's been some really good stories that, that people should hear about of teams that have managed to grow throughout the the pandemic that have products that have made life easier i mean you only have to look at zoom as an example of a of a piece of tech that probably not so many people had, had heard of and certainly not used that much prior to last March and and now it's kind of right in the general verbiage of everyone whether you're in business or not everyone's had a zoom drinks everyone's had a zoom quiz everyone's used zoom to so far but that's happened across FS as well payments remote payments trading systems you know traders who have had to work out how to take this really sensitive data and be able to transport it back to their own living rooms where there's no kind of security for who you live with or, or whatever you know all of these things that, that kind of Mr Bloomberg would be wringing his hands at, at the thought of two years ago is now kind of commonplace so there's loads of these really interesting stories of businesses that have like you mentioned earlier like a little pivot or a, you know pivot used to be a dirty word and now it's just a, an opportunity that's seized effectively so there's loads of really good stories that we've seen from from that magazine and now 
if we looked at that as the kind of the green shoots of hope as we kind of themed it back then we're now at a stage where everyone's verging on freedom day in the uk anyway we record this less than a week away from the 19th and there's oohs and ahs still going on the news continues to kind of have that sort of almost scaremongering angle of you know are we doing this too soon and from a business perspective it's kind of like can we just carry on so the magazine itself is is looking really really interesting just from some real big hitters in the space and some ceos and founders of some really interesting companies who have all had their various successes over the last six months 18 months five years 10 years seeing their view of, of how it's changed is 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 made for a really interesting read just from my perspective anyway so it's out with the designers now we're hoping to have it released by the end of the month but yeah it's just that kind of progression from those yeah like i said green shoots of recovery to now when we're almost we should have recovered leashes removed and, and kind of sent out to play with everyone else and feeling is, is is it ready are we ready to go back to normal are we going to go back to four or five days a week in the office are we going to go back to greeting our, our friends and colleagues with a hug in the morning or a handshake or our elbow bumps going to be the, the new meeting, greeting norm on the way forward. You know, this is all kind of the stuff that is touched on in, in, in the mags by different people. And, and there's some great examples of some real success stories there as well. So yeah, great read, really excited to get it out to the masses uh, uh, at the end of the month, hopefully. Yeah, and it's just, it's brilliant to hear you talk about that. And I, I love the fact that you brought up our original PDFs, which were the, those original magazines, because, you know, I think I, I like to hark back to, you know, our original mission and purpose. And our, our mission here with this particular magazine is to really highlight the success stories of growth across the industry, because you've said it so correctly, like this has been such a difficult time for so many. And what we've always wanted to do is highlight the positive things that are happening within the marketplace, despite the challenge, despite the struggle, despite the turmoil. And actually, there's been some amazing stories of growth across the industry where businesses have been able to, as you mentioned, pivot and really build and grow upon their strategy, their products, their team, their size. And we really wanted to shine a light on that in, in all its different ways. And I completely agree with you. I think the magazine's coming together brilliantly. And uh, as you said, it's a great way for us to showcase what's happening in the marketplace. But just going back to that you know, original mission, we always said that we wanted to add value to our customer base. And for me, looking at this magazine the way that we add value is not only about showing off the great stories to our audience and to the marketplace but actually it's really shining a light on those great stories because what was unknown to us back when we put that initial pdf together 10 10 years ago was that actually we'd end up with a customer base and a following now on linkedin of over seventy thousand people you you, you run our, our marketing department you have pretty much until very recently single-handedly been able to build that followership to a way where we are able to help people build new partnerships introduce vendors to end users really exciting that our magazine has been almost like a vessel for that all to happen from your point of view what, what other things do we add value through this magazine i mean i think just touching on that i think the, the one thing that you know, I say a lot to the consultants and, and, you know, talking about building their personal brand and stuff is actually when you're talking to these, be a manager, you know, team manager that you're looking to hire into their team, or it could be a candidate that you're working with. If you can pinpoint 
the pain point, for, for want of a better term. It's amazing how many people are suffering the same struggles or, or having the same issues, whether it is the challenge of hiring talent and especially with, with the work you've been doing Nadia, and, and kind of trying to get that sort of diverse workforce and that's still getting the most out of your team, whether it's as a candidate trying to find a role that's both stimulating, challenging, but is going to keep you occupied for the few years ahead or, you know, like a long-term placement. But, you know, that's just from a recruitment perspective. But actually, it's amazing when you get more technical, you know, a lot of these software houses that we work with or, you know, trading houses or, or whoever they might be, they all suffer the same issues. They all go through the same problems and have to overcome the same hurdles. So by actually putting it into the magazine of you can't have success without adversity you know there's got to be an opportunity for failure in order to have success so all of these stories are about the struggles that these people have overcome to get where they are today and so anyone who picks up the magazine is either going to be in a position of oh I remember being in that position or I'm currently in that position of of struggling or there's a relation to every story that's in the in the magazine for someone who's somewhere along that journey so from our perspective it's just being able to be that platform and like you say you know we're not far off especially the way the the page is growing and the kind of subscriptions are going you know we'll be at a hundred thousand people on on social media well on linkedin alone fairly soon and that's a hundred thousand people who are all in our space who are who we can all consider our network our, our audience and so for us, well, I think we have a responsibility to be that soapbox that people can get their stories out for, to be that bullhorn, loud hailer, that people can tell their stories from the rooftops because it's only going to make the industry as a whole more successful. You know, if you're given the playbook on how to get over problem X, it's going to make it that success so much quicker. And especially when we look at the industry at the moment, it's as collaborative as it's ever been. So why not? share your war stories and, and share your your challenges and your, your cheat codes on, on how to get through certain stages of, in this case, in this magazine in particular, we're focusing on growth, obviously, but there's all sorts of things, uh, little trade secrets that we've dished out over the past, or even if it's just a way of working and, and you know, two founders or two board members can look at each other's companies and say, we've got a synergy there where it makes sense for us to collaborate and work together. You know, that that for me is is a huge tick in the box of what we should be doing as a business. So I think, you know, the magazine's one part of that. I think when you, when you talk about value, you know, these are all people in the magazine who we're talking to regularly. So we can deliver these messages ourselves to other people. So I don't think you're gonna find a, a company as knowledgeable in the space as what we are and, and what we can deliver from a consultancy perspective when when talking to different people in the industry you know with financial services is a big industry but compared to some it's, it's specialist still so when we talk about adding value we talk about it from a very kind of unique perspective of this is from a harrington star perspective this is our, our niche this is our bread and butter because of the magazine because of the the rest of the marketing suite and how involved every consultant is there's not going to be many other people who can offer the same expertise as as what we can as a business so when you talk about value i think it's that opportunity to be a platform for the industry to get their important stories out there but that trickles down to every consultant in the business to a position where 
they can genuinely be seen as as experts in their fields and offer a unique insight that you're not going to get from your your kind of bog standard recruitment company elsewhere. So I put those those very high up on a list of of kind of unique selling points for us as a business, but also kind of why we do it at the end of the day. We care about the industry and and our audience at the end of the day. Like that's our core business. Without them, we don't have a business. So I think the value that we can give is is through listening to them, shouting their messages out, but also providing them a platform to see that from from other people who have been through that journey before. I couldn't agree with that more. I think that's absolutely spot on. You know, I love the fact that you've spoken about responsibility and we do, we've got responsibility to our industry, to the marketplace to help improve it and make it better by doing exactly what you said, being the bullhorn for the industry and who's making the steps forward to drive change. You know, look, from my point of view, we've touched upon it. I do so much work with, with regards to diversity, equity and inclusion. To me, this is just work, work around people. And um, people's strategy and ensuring that people are, are happy, looked after, engaged, and therefore absolutely driven to support and drive forward your business. To, to me, it, it, couldn't, it couldn't be simpler than that. So I absolutely love that this magazine has the biggest ever diversity, equity and inclusion section that we've had so far. I'm so, so happy to have that. And thank you and the team for supporting me and putting that together. But, you know, when I look at some of the things that we are publishing within that section, we've got a number of people within the reg tech space talking about what the pandemic has done to actually help them become a more remote safe working environment and that's from RegTech themselves you know understanding that their customers are going to need that also just as you've been talking about so we've got an article in there from Wayne Johnson the CEO and co-founder of Encompass talking about that we've got another article in there from Zumo uh, Dagmara Aldridge their CEO talking about company culture within the crypto space again giving real insight into what they are doing to support their people, to make sure their people are more engaged and ensure that their people are looked after and can push forward with their big ambitions. So Dagmara at Zumo talks about how ambitious they are as a business and that they can't be that ambitious as a business if they don't have the right people that they're looking after in the right ways. And I think it's really, really empowering to see exactly how businesses are doing this. I could go on and on, but another one was Dr. Leda Galiptis, Chief Client Officer at 10X Technologies. Her article is Pursuing Balance in a Brave New World. And she's talking about resilience, um, mental agility, mental wellness, all again to ensure that people are at their best within their workplace because they're being looked after within their workplace. I know that you know people can't see us right now because it's a pod, but I see you, you nodding, Scott, as I'm talking. It's because for how long have we as an industry and Harrington Star as an agency been wanting to have more focus on people and people's support levels, happiness levels, career investment levels, their growth levels, because that is what ensures that individuals are going to be happier long term within their within a company it means that we don't need to talk so much about why is it that people are leaving roles quickly instead we're talking about this is how people are investing in positions so for me I'm, I'm so excited about the opportunity this magazine's given us because you know there's another 15 articles within this DNI section where we're talking about 
adapting, where we're talking about how people have had to outsource to support their clients better, where others have spoken about giving things a go because there's so many risks in this marketplace and we have to de-risk things. And I just think that what the pandemic has done, it's been such a struggle for so many, but from a business perspective, it's been awe-inspiring what some of these companies have been able to do. And the fact that that we're now seeing a much, much bigger focus on people is absolutely brilliant as far as I'm concerned. What are your thoughts? I think it's never been more prevalent as well. You know, we're talking on the Tuesday after the, the Euros final. The result didn't go the way we wanted, but, you know, we've seen the worst and the best out of society, I think, over the last couple of days in terms of there's abhorrent abuse that people are still getting for the colour of their skin, as archaic as that sounds. And But yet, prior to that, prior to, you know, when, when we still had all the good feelings of three days ago, comically, you know, when you think about how much the tide has changed, yet we're putting together a magazine with the largest, you know, D&I section that, that we've ever had because the tide is genuinely changing. You know, people are realising that, that everyone has to be conscious of and aware of. And yeah, it's going to be the minorities that are going to get called out, rightly so, for, for not taking this into account. We need to have diverse workforces. You need to look after everyone in your business, regardless of, you know, how experienced, where they're from, what they do and stuff. And, and I think what we're seeing in, in an industry that has traditionally been fairly slow in, in, in the uptake is actually... A real proactive movement and you know one that i think is indicative of the rest of society that if if you're not diverse you're missing out on like efficiencies basically you can't have a maximized workforce without it being a diverse one and i think that goes for society as a whole is you're better off with the diversity and inclusion around you than trying to fight a battle on your own which is long since been decried as, as, as outrageous rightly so so everything you said there is just so apt and shouldn't have to be said but seemingly does seem to need to be by some minorities of fool for a better for a better word for it but I think that's that's reflected and being reflected in the the industry that we work in but as a wider field from a professional setup where you know it's understood that by coming from maybe not the traditional places that you might hire from, you're not doing yourself a disservice. You're actually adding to to your options and probably, in, well, more likely than not, increasing the efficiency of your workforce. So it, as soon as society seems to realise that, um, I think, and follow suit to, from a, kind of the professional guys, I think the better. Yeah, you've, you've really hit the nail on the head as far as I'm concerned. I've been talking about this for such a long time now that actually the most basic of this is when people accept that the success of their business, the success of society, the success of anything you can describe here is actually completely linked to our ability to be truly inclusive. The minute that's accepted and believed and followed, we've made a huge step forward. But you're so right. It's the most basic concept that a lot of people haven't understood quite yet. And for me, I think what really has to be celebrated about our magazine is that we're looking to showcase the how, the how people have grown their businesses, the how people have grown their people strategies, how people have brought diversity, equity and inclusion to the fore of their business in an authentic way and all the things that they've had to consider to be able to make that authentic. And I think that, as you so rightly said earlier, yeah, financial services and fintech, really, it is a drop in the ocean when you think of the entire world of work and traditionally hasn't been that forward thinking when it's come to inclusion. 
But there are many businesses out there that call me up and say, Natalia, where should we start? We acknowledge we're not as good as we could be and we want to be the best that we can be. And that is so, so rewarding to hear that because as we've showcased in this magazine, we share it all for free. The answers are in here. So I really do encourage people to, the minute that we have it out, Scott and the team and myself will be posting this loud, proud, everywhere on LinkedIn and all our social media channels. And I really, really encourage everybody to download it so they can read how we can all become better as an industry. Couldn't agree more, Nadia. I suppose it's just left for me to make the, the, the final rallying cry. And, and, you know, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, maybe not just this week, but in weeks past, um, please do us the one thing that we ask in return is that you, you, you spread the good word yourselves, you know, do what we do and, and try and amplify whatever messages you're hearing. But if you can amplify our messages by you know, subscribe into the podcast wherever you, wherever you get your, your podcast from. Any likes or comments or, just, like I say, spreading the good word. Leaving reviews is another great way that you can help us out. So we really appreciate every every listener that we get. And, you know, however you, you come across the, the pod or any of our other content, please do, if you like it, make sure you tell other people about it because the more people we can help out, you know, that's our core business. That's our reason for doing this. So... Yeah, we appreciate every every listener we get. And if we can increase that following even more than more the merrier. So thank you ever so much for listening. We look forward to whether it's me or, or Toby back in the hot seat next week. We look forward to carrying on our conversation in the future. And, and Nadia, thanks for having me. Really appreciate being here. Um, it's been brilliant. Best ever, I'd say. <laughs> we won't tell Toby that though, right? Okay, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Look forward to catching up. Thanks, everyone. Bye bye.